Welcome back to the Varsity Breakdown Podcast. We have an exceptional guest for another great episode. We're picking up right where we left off with a summer camp podcast series and having a conversation with another state champion, Casa Grande Cougars, Leland Savidia. The young man takes time from his busy camp schedule and show low to talk about his past, present, and future. We touch on him winning the state championship in his freshman year, taking up wrestling in his sophomore year, and how he anticipates his junior year at Union will unfold. This was a very special discussion where we got to see the other side of the student-athlete in an episode where you connect with them by their amazing upbringing, and you want to cheer them on even harder on game day. From his favorite subject in school to some of his favorite music artists, beyond the field, Leland proves to be nothing short of extraordinary. A special thank you to Jared of the Casa Grande Public Library for his assistance in allowing the Varsity Breakdown in their space. This is episode 47 of the Varsity Breakdown podcast. Relax and enjoy the show. What is going on, everybody? This is the Varsity Breakdown Podcast, and I am your host, Lupe Ramirez. And on this episode, I have another very special guest with me, another former state champion, Mr. Leland Savidia. Leland, how you doing today, bro? I'm doing good. How are you? Not bad, not bad. I, I'm actually in Casa Grande. I know that you were just uh, coming back or, or possibly still uh, out and about at the Sholo camp. Yeah, so we're right here right now in Charlotte. We left on Sunday, and then we plan on leaving tomorrow around 12. So how has your uh, camp experience been up north so far? It's been good. The weather's pretty good out here. You know, just the suckiest part is just having to get up at 4.30 in the morning, having to go run. But, you know, it's not that bad. It's a good time to bond with my, my teammates, get to know uh, formations and plays and all that. It's, it's pretty good overall, though. Or you just said that you had you're having a lot of fun with your teammates. Could you name a few teammates that are that are up there with you that that you're you're bonding with? Uh, so like um, uh, my linebackers, uh, Jonathan Marley and Gabriel Magana, we always joke around. Uh, even the safety, Noah Salas, we be joking around all the time, just talking smack to each other, trying to just get in one each other's heads when we're like practicing, just trying to make ourselves better, competing. And also my best friend Sergio Barajas is he's my uh, he's a, the D lineman with me, and we just we just having a good time right here. So how how has it been knowing that you're you're one of, you were one of the youngest members on the the state championship team, but you were also starting? How does it feel now coming into your junior season, knowing that you are not only an anchor to this team, but you are looked at as a leader at, from from many of of your teammates? You know, like it's, it's kind of weird because like my freshman year, I always looked at like all the seniors, like Angel, Aiden, Nick, and all of them. But now that I'm going to my junior year and like. You got sophomores and like freshmen looking up to me. It's kind of like it's like a, it's like a like a wow moment. Like times flew by this fast, and I'm just I'm more like a like a lead by example. I don't like say too much. I just like try to like show my let my like let my players do the talking. And so like it's just like it's like it's weird trying to like seeing like people like like younger guys looking up to me. So it it's still taking a little bit of time to 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 get used to being that big brother uh, to fill that big brother role right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, w- what do you attribute this 
tremendous like uh, accountability and maturity because not a lot of people can say that they were able to start on the varsity team as a freshman and then be a key person to helping that team maintain an undefeated streak and win a state championship. So basically, like, that's what me, me staying humble and just me, like, being able to be coachable. Not, like, trying to talk back down to the coaches. Just do what they told me to do. And I just stuck with it. Like, whenever, like, there'd be bad times, I just stuck with it, got through it. And it's just, like, like um, Aiden and Angel, they'd just be there for me just in case, like, something happened. And just I just kept going with it. And even my sophomore year, I had – there were seniors that I looked up to, too, like Grant Johnson. But he just took me through an Odyssey bar. And then now I'm, like – by myself, basically, I just like took what they gave me, and then gave them to like the younger guys too. So when when you're at camp and stuff like that, what what do you what do you get from like Aiden and Grant and and Angel those guys? What do you get from them that you pass along to the younger guys? Yeah, you just gotta you just gotta work hard. You can't be complaining. Like football, football is all about hard work. Like whatever you do in the off season will make a difference in the in season. So how how has the summer been so far? I know that you've been been working out a lot. How has it been getting back into the groove and and doing like the seven on seven and the big man tournaments and and like going to the camps and such? It's been good. You know, after wrestling, I just got back into like uh, with my head coach Mark. I just started because um, I'm moving to center now. So that we got into so while they were doing sevens, I started snapping with Mark, and then just kept going to the seven. Then we started spring practice, and then we like started learning plays. And we got a new uh, offensive line coach there, uh, Elijah Barantinas. And then we just started learning from there. And then the whole month of June, I've been going to camps, just trying to work on the center position, just trying to get myself better. And one thing I'm glad you mentioned is wrestling. How did you get into wrestling, and how long ago did you start? So right after the, my freshman season of football, um, so Mark wasn't the head coach by the time. It was still borrow. But he was a freshman coach, and we knew each other, like, really well. And so he was trying to get me to wrestle, but I didn't want to wrestle my freshman year. So after my sophomore season, I was like, yeah, I'll wrestle. And so I got into wrestling because uh, um, my dad had a coach named uh, Dito Gomez. That was his coach, and he kind of showed me, like, stuff. And then I went to the high school, and we had Coach Hernandez, and Mark was the assistant head coach, too, as well. And I started learning from there. And then Mark just did my heavyweight coaches, teaching me how to, like, wrestle and all that. And I was lucky enough to make it to state. And how would you describe your experience going to state, like having that type of success, going to state as a foot, uh, a freshman as in varsity football, and then going to state as a sophomore, your first time picking up wrestling? It was just like a surreal moment. Like I, I, I was proud of myself to even just make it that far because it was like literally my first year of wrestling. Like football, I've been doing it since I was five, but this was doing doing it for one year. I was like, wow, this is like maybe I should just stick with this because this is like it's pretty fun. And make the state. And, and actually going to the Coolidge tournament and watching you wrestle, like it, it was, it, like it seemed like you've been doing it forever because it was so natural for you, like all, all your movements and, and to to transfer, you know, your opponent's momentum. It, it, it was really good to watch. And and you've said it before, like you're a really humble cat. Like watching you perform on the field and, and on the mat, and and I'm pretty sure it's the same in the classroom. You you carry yourself with such a way that it, it's kind of it's it's way beyond your years. Like I I I I commend your parents and your family for for raising such a, a really great young man. Like the the th well I guess what I'm trying to get at is 
I, I, I look at you and I feel like you're like the prototype athlete that everybody should be looking up to. What, what do you feel that, I know you're, you're, you're typically like a quiet person, but what do you feel like is, is your best advice that you can hand, not only student athletes, but just young people as a whole? Just, you know, like, whenever like, a, like an older person starts talking and giving advice, just listen. Like, I know most people are like, yeah, whatever, but just listen. Like, cause I get this from my dad. My dad always taught me just to stay humble. Don't get too cocky because there's always someone out there who's probably just going to be working as hard or you're working even harder. And, and and that's definitely apparent. Like, what what has uh, your father, like, done in, in your development as a football player and a wrestler? So, I like a football player. I've been doing it since I was five. So, ever since I was doing it, my dad's always pushing me. Like, when times I didn't want to hear, hear, hear his voice, he just kept pushing me through it, pushing me through it. Like, there was one time in a game I was so frustrated. I threw, I, I threw my helmet, I'm not going to lie, and he got a mad. After the game, he just he just walked to me and talked to me, like, trying to give me advice. Like, you're going to go through this your whole life. Like, don't let a little reason that you lost affect your play. Like, it may, it may suck, but you're going to get through it. There's more games. You'll be fine. That's what he always just taught me. And I just kept stuck sticking with that, trying to get over myself, just trying to make myself stay calm, you know, move on to the next play. And and how has school been so far? Like, what what's, your, like, your your favorite subject and, like, what's, like, the subject that that's not necessarily, like, your worst, but something that you you feel like you have, like, the least amount of fun with? Uh, so... And now I'm a I'm a 3.6 GPA student. Um, I say my favorite class will probably be English. I don't know. English is pretty it comes easy to me, but like I take the one that's like it's not bad, but like whatever, like math is. I'm just not good with numbers. So with English, do you prefer reading or writing? I like I like writing more than reading because when I read, like I'll, I'll get like I'll be I'll be like thinking outside of like the what I'm reading, and if I read aloud, like I'll stutter. But when I write, it just like it all comes to me, so it's like easier. So, um, how do you find the correlation between your love for reading and writing and your love for music? Like, my question is to you because I noticed that you post a bunch of different music whenever you, uh, you know, on social media when you're going through your workouts or just going through your, you know, documenting your everyday life. How how much does music play an influence on what you do and how you get through? your work day and just the everyday life? Music, music is kidding me, you know? It's just more of like, some songs are motivating to me. It just gets me through things, like especially the work and I work out, I listen to like, pretty like hype up music to get me going through the workout. And you know, like when I'm in class, the teacher lets me uh, use my headphones and you know, I'm just listening to chill music, just trying to do my work. It's just music, music is like throughout my whole day. I love music. And w what would be your favorite artist like right now? That you you're like in constant rotation in your playlist. Ooh, that's a tough one. Cause I listen to a lot. Um, I say the main one probably be J Cole and Drake. And what do you like most about them too? Because that those are those are really good answers. Because that's like my one and two. And then if I had to slide my three in there, it'd be like Kendrick Lamar. But why are those oh, yeah. two artists key to your musical success in a way? J. Cole, J. Cole, like when he when he when he when he raps, it's like it's like motivating. Like whatever he says is like you can tell it's real. And then with Drake, it's either like he's going like hype wise or like it's like more calm and more chill. 
and and I feel the same way, the exact same way. And if Daniel was here, he he would be uh, smiling ear to ear because J. Cole is like his number one and, and Drake is like mine. So and we go back and forth a lot over, you know, who's better or, you know, which one came first. But but that that's cool that you actually go back because because to me that I feel like that music nowadays is kind of like old school because not everybody is still you know listening to that because everybody kind of like listens to like Gunna, Young Boy and, and, and artists like that. Do you uh, listen to th those type of artists at all or, or, or anything out of the ordinary? Because I know when I was talking to Aiden and then finding out that he had like an affinity for country music, like to me that kind of took me aback because I, I would have never expected it. So like um, with me, um, I listen to like older rap too. So like Wu-Tang Clan, Tupac, uh, like those guys, like Nas, and then also like um, I was just like most like West Coast guys, like uh, there's this group called the Blue Bloods. I listen to them; they're a pretty good rap group. So I can tell by just the 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 artists that you named right now, you're a, and the fact that you said earlier that you're a a big English person that you love like the lyricism of music and, and how you connect with it is is beyond the beat and it's more lyrical. Yeah. All right, so th that's good to know. So, if you had to to make a decision right now, I know it's still early. What would be your major, or what what's something that you would put your interest in as your field of study in in college or university? Uh, so, what I would do probably would be something to do with uh, physical therapy, or like um, like to be like a strength and conditioning coach. And and what's got you interested in that? Would it be Coach Wood and 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 his methods or or something else? Yeah, definitely Coach Wood, and then also with physical therapy. Um, I have a cousin who's paralyzed from the waist down, and so I remember going with my aunt and her to uh, physical therapy and just watching um, uh, like the physical therapist show, like kind of have her walk and all that, and it was pretty pretty and cool to me. And so I always thought like come that'd be something cool to do. The one thing that. I was really surprised at was your stature because when I first met you, I was like, there's no way this kid is a freshman. And I remember Mark, like, yeah, that, he's a freshman. And he's, and I was like, but he's strong as hell. Like, when did you realize that you had that ridiculous strength? So we had a, we had a bloopers goal for me. It was like a strange thing, all of us for a good night. And so we were going, so I was on the freshman team right there. Like, uh, before I went to varsity, I was in my freshman team. And um, so, like, we had a blue goal scrimmage against uh, the JV team. And we had, we're on offense first, and I was at guard. And then we just kept, we started playing, and I'm just, I'm just noticing me just throwing these JV players around. I'm like, whoa, like, like Mark just told me to do some good workouts this summer, and I'm getting strong. And then eventually Coach Barrow saw this, Coach Kruger, the offensive line coach, uh, my freshman year. And then that next week, they brought me up to varsity to play against Capo Verde in the scrimmage. And even in that scrimmage, like I was pancaking varsity players, and I was like, "Wow, like this is crazy!" Like, maybe I am pretty strong. And and when you realize that on the field, how did that translate into the weight room as making you go harder and pushing yourself farther? Well, so that's to be hundred percent with like the players trying to motivate me and Coach Wood and and Mark even too, just like like Mark making fun of me because sometimes I'll be like. Woman up, he's like, "That's it, bro. That's all you're gonna do." <laughs> he's like, "Back in my team, you know, I was I was running three plays like nothing." I was like, "All right, bro. All right, bro. Let me get there right now." Like, and I just be motivated by that. 
How long have you been coached by Coach Mark? Like, what's your most earliest memory of Coach Mark Luna? So I didn't start uh, playing with Mark my freshman year. Before that, I was with the Scorpions with uh, Coach Ruben Montez and my dad. They coached that team. So I was with the Scorpions. And that Scorpion, the Scorpion team like the breeder for like Vista. But my uh, but Coach Ruben, my dad's friend, they both worked together like back at Walmart Distribution Center. So they knew each other real well. Mm-hmm. So I just played for his team. But Mark was coaching the the Bulldogs and then the Crush. But I was with the Scorpions. And my freshman year, I met Mark finally. And what what was that first interaction with Mark like? Because now you say that you know he he likes to 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 push you around in 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 all the good ways. But what was that first interaction with Mark like? And the first thing I heard was his big raspy voice, and I was like, God, like this dude, this dude's huge. And then like I got to know the dude, I got to know Mark, and he he was pretty cool. Like at first, like you get him mad that people are not doing stuff right, he gonna make you run, but. He, he's a great person overall. And how is it now? Because in your freshman year, you mentioned that you were coached under, well, the head coach was Jake Barrow. Last year, you uh, were playing under Coach Luna as the head coach. What were some of the differences that you noticed under the two and some of the, the main similarities that both gentlemen had? So basically, just their, their urge to win. Their urge to win was the both. They both just wanted to win no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then with just Barro, Barro was more like laid back. He's more like like the skill guys. And then Mark, Mark was an old liner. So he was always, he, he now he's always on me with, the, with our group and all that. Mostly with us, he's trying to get us better. And, and with everybody that you've had in your coaching staff from freshman year to, to now, because you've mentioned like you, you have Coach Bear now as, as your line coach, and there's a, a, been a few changes. Who's been like the most comparable coach uh to you like wh- who's been like the quote-unquote player coach i say mark of course because mark has been this for my freshman year so it's easy to go talk to him but then even also that um our assistant coach ruben uh ruben soto he's been there since my freshman year he's like he's cool to go up to he's a great guy he's our assistant coach and then also our linebacker coach uh josiah uh he, he used to play at, uh maricopa and now he's like he's a coach now and he's cool to come up to He's been here since my sophomore year. With having coaches like Josiah that are closer to you in age, do you feel like it's easier for you to connect with them? Or is it easier for you to connect with the coaches that are a little bit older? Do you, do you find that there's a, a difference in the wisdom between the two? Yeah, there's definitely a wisdom between, uh, like, Mark and, like, say, like, our, our own line coach, Bear. Because Mark, Mark's played at the highest level. Like, Mark's, like, tried off of the Arizona Cardinals. And then Bear just went to college. So, like, it's like – it's like you learn from Mark, but you also learn from Bear. Like Bear, like I can, like we're, we're like almost in like the same age group. So like it's fun joking around with him. Like he knows like all the Snapchat stuff, all the social media stuff. And then Mark, Mark knows some of it, but it's just cool like to be with Mark too. So in 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 practice, what is your your mentality going in and and throughout your your drills and and, and from start to finish? You know, just trying to get one percent one percent better every day. Just trying to, whatever I did yesterday, improve on that. Like, say I had a bad snap. Just trying to improve on that bad snap. Trying to get, like, instead of have four perfect snaps, I have five perfect snaps. Just, like, motivating my teammates and then missing a block, saying it's okay to focus on the next play. Some of the days they're wrong. Motivate them. And you had mentioned earlier, like, when you were younger, your your pops had had, had talked to you uh, when you had threw your helmet and, you, you know, you were upset. How do you maintain 
to keep yourself from getting frustrated like that? Like, especially coming into a season like last year when you were highly touted and everybody, you know, had their their crosshairs on you. you you're coming off of a state championship. You get dealt one of the toughest schedules in Arizona high school football. How was it dealing with the frustration of those, you know, losses and dealing with the 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 young people coming up and having to make do with the new people that were coming out that weren't necessarily a part of that championship team? So honestly, like, I didn't want to blame nobody but myself. Like, I honestly wanted to take it upon my part and just blame it all on me. Like, I felt like I had to do something with it. But we all were young, so like, I didn't want to blame none of the younger guys, some of the older guys. But I just, like, I kept it all to myself. Like, I didn't want to be a distraction to the team and all. And, like, this is my family members, like, tell me, like, don't, don't let your anger get the best of you. Like, my stepmom, my dad, my mom even tells me this, and also my stepdad. They all tell me, like, don't let your anger get the best of you. And and how do you like? What's the best filter inside of you to to transfer any type of aggression that you may or may not have, and putting that onto the field? Because, bro, you're a wall out there. Like I've seen many of 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 people, even they may you know have an inch or two on you in height, and and they're not having a good time trying to get past you or around you. Like you're 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 just such an intimidating force. You know, you know, it all comes with the mentality. Like, if I see someone bigger than me, I'm not gonna back down. My my goal is to put them in the ground, pancake them. That's my that's my mentality. I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna come out there and beat you every single play until you quit. For being for me being on barely six foot, but being like two ninety, my mentality is to go out there and win, 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 just win every rep I can and not give up. Cause there's even coaches out there that would say they would take someone who's not as tall, but has that mentality and then like they're not gonna stop. I just don't want to quit. All my team, all my teammates, and all myself, and all my parents. My parents put a lot of time, a lot of money into me for football, taking me to camps, buying me shoes, buying me face masks. Going back, because one thing that I, I've, you know, in the past couple of weeks, I've, I've been fortunate enough to speak to a, a lot of of players at the next level, and and a few of them you're very familiar with because they're also state champions. They were also with you on that state championship football team. Um, one thing that 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 is common between everyone, it seems like they all have this love and appreciation for all of their parents' sacrifices. What's something like that you like a memory that you'll always be like that that will always stay in your head? Like you thought like something might not happen, like you might not be able to go to a camp or you might not get this piece of equipment, and and your parents came through. Could you like think of a memory like that where th- where something like that happened? Oh, yeah, so just recently, like, so uh, my mom has breast cancer, unfortunately, but it, it's all good. But my dad had to, like, pay for it because I guess my mom didn't have like, enough money. So my dad was going to – my dad paid for my camp to come here, which was great. And it's, like, even before that, like, having to pay fees for youth, like, my parents would always come through. How long has your mom had breast cancer? Like, when was she diagnosed? So I found this out um, – right after the new year she she went to the doctors like before christmas and found it out but she didn't want to tell through the holiday so she told us after wow that that's that's tough because i i remember when my aunt who i'm really close with when she got diagnosed with breast cancer and this was almost like a decade ago like hearing that like especially i I was uh, a little bit older than you at the time like it was like really tough news to digest like 
how did that news affect you and also make you want to push yourself harder to not only do it for your mom but but have something you know for her to to be you know to have to to take her mind off of the 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 problems that come with it i say honestly just like sports sports like just like help me get my mind off it like that was during wrestling season so like that was like almost going to state like qualifying and all that i always had my mind on that i kind of like at first i was sad but like when wrestling started like i was just getting my mind off it and football especially and like even my dad and my stepmom tell me it's gonna be all right like they're there for me no matter what like they just helped me through it so much too especially my aunt also and and i've met your aunt uh, a few times there, there's been so many times that she's been on the sideline at a game i remember the the douglas game for sure was the first time i met her and and she was wearing your that personalized shirt with your last name and number on the back and, and cheering loud and and man like it it's so great to see someone's support system live and, and active like that on the sideline and has that been the case throughout your whole entire football career like when you were you know starting out to to now oh yeah of course like my stepmom and my dad were always there my mom especially too and then my aunt would always come too my family's always been a big key in supporting me like that's like I, I all i ever wanted from them too just support and that's what they do they support me no matter what all my decisions they're supporting me and what are your goals uh when high school said and done like uh have you been considering any colleges or what is your thought process into picking out a college so right now, I hold one offer from Western New Mexico, but right now I'm just um, I talked to a lot of colleges, like a lot of coaches talked to my head coach, and they just said we just want to see a monster junior season from from me, and then I'm hopefully going to get hot, like offers flowing again after my junior season. So I'm just waiting patiently, trying to figure out what school is going to provide the best for me, like school wise especially, because that's like the number one student athlete, and then also with the football team, like how are they, like what's my chances of playing and all that. And see, and, and that's a really good approach because, you know, um, speaking to Marcus Washington, the wide receiver from Nebraska, he said when he had made his initial uh, official visits that he kind of based his decision, um, you know, for commitment for, for some different reasons that, that now he, he sees, you know, he would go about differently. It, would you rather go to a team that you feel you would get more notoriety because of the name behind it or would you rather go to a team that you would get more playing time and help build i would say more uh more playing time and help build um just because so just so i can get myself out there and so like okay this dude this dude's for real like he might be at a lower school but he look at him he's helping them win he's falling and say let, let let's just think hypothetical for a second you you get out of high school, you win another state championship ring. You go to college, you do you do your thing there, and you 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 get touted as possibly getting picked up in the NFL draft, but that doesn't happen. Would you consider possibly playing in a different league like the XFL, the USFL, or possibly even the Canadian Football League? You know, if my heart's there still for the love of football, most definitely. But if not, if I want to take my career somewhere else to, like, physical therapy or change the conditioning coach, then I might take that route. Because the level, the level of football only lasts so long. Like, I've seen, like, players, like, say they're going to go to college and yet just back out because they, they don't have that heart anymore because the love for the sport no more. 
That's the same for everyone. Like, it doesn't have to be football. Just to, like, a little for a career you don't have no more and you want to pursue something else. And when you get into uh, that next level, into adulthood, and, and you're in physical therapy, do you feel like you'll be better suited off working with adults, children, or is there a specific group that you're looking to work with? I would say, like, um, children. I just want to see the smile on their face, just like helping them out. That that would be like the most heartwarming for me. And, and that would be great because I, I I've I've never really had a reason to go to physical therapy. But uh, just a really quick random story: when I was younger, I was wrestling with my cousins, and I had ended up dislocating my hip. And when Ooh. I had went to the hospital, um, the doctors had came in and they had me laying on this bed, and they're like, "Hey, could you tell me when that red light right there turns green?" And I'm looking for a red light. I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." He's like, "Right there, underneath the screen, there's a red light. Just let me know when that turns green. Just, just, just keep looking at it and let me know when it turns on." I'm looking at it, looking at it. I don't see it, and then he pulls my leg and snaps it back into place. Like that was not a good memory. So, like, how would you not make that type of memory traumatizing for a kid in that situation? So I would just like toss them like are you like um I just get like I like try making jokes with him like because I like ease my way into like pulling like how he pulled your leg pulling the leg I'm like so like like I like comfort him first and I'm like if it's okay with you, I'm gonna pull your leg and see how it happens see how see, see what happens okay and like it might hurt but it's, uh, but it's gonna help you out all right and just like ease the way into it and 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 I I imagine that you would probably be a lot more comforting than the guy who was just trying to get me to stare off into you know the distance so that way you can just pull my leg uh leland i don't want to take up too much of your time i appreciate you taking the time out of your day from camp to to sit down and chop it up with me i'm looking forward to this football season i don't know if you saw that we're coming out to uh al van hazel stadium when you guys play morana and we still got a oh, ton yeah. of a ton of games to release and 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 one of the things we're definitely looking forward to is seeing a lot of Casa Grande this season because last year we spent a lot of time watching our 2A and 3A schools, and this time we want to give a little bit more love to our bigger schools, especially you guys, because if it wasn't for the Casa Grande Cougars, the varsity breakdown wouldn't exist. Yes, sir. Just be ready for a show, man. We got some some special this year. Just be ready for a show. I'm definitely looking forward to it, especially now that – You'll, it'll be the first full season where you guys will have the, the get it in uniforms throughout because last year you started off with the Adidas and then midway through you were able to get your uniforms and then switched out. One thing I'm, I'm looking oh, yeah. forward to is seeing those, those blue camo uniforms in person and those, those black and yellows. Those ones are just so crispy. Those, those are the those are nice ones, especially the middle table. The middle table is just clean. Mm-hmm. Especially the black one, all black out, that, that's nice. All right. Well, before we go, I want to I want you to have an open floor. I want you to go ahead, plug anything you want, uh, you know, give anybody thanks, shout outs, just anything that you want to get off your chest right now before you get back to, to what you need to get to at camp. Sounds good. Uh, I want to say uh, to my mom, I love you. I hope the surgery went good. And to my stepmom, thank you for always pushing me in school. I love you. And to my siblings, I love you guys. I know I'm kind of mean to you guys sometimes, but it's all love. And to, to the rest of my family, I love you guys. Just, I'm always there for you guys. I know you guys are there for me. And to my teammates, let's work this season. Well, Leland, I, I'm, again, I'm, I'm glad you were able to, to come on today. 
I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you in person and and I can't wait for the winter time to come around so that way I can actually see you in that varsity breakdown sweater I gave to you during wrestling season last year. Oh, yes, sir. I got you. All right, Leland. So if that's it, uh, we'll just put a pin in it for right there, and then I'll check you out next time, all right? Sounds good. Take it easy.